0: This is a podcast from Snacker Ikenosk for Radio Nova. Happy listening. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Snacker Ikenosk. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. I am in the studio with a newbie. Well, she's she's new for me, but she's already had one live sending. Yeah. And it is? Amanda. Yes, Hi. welcome. I'm excited to make shows with you. Oh, really me too. So tell me how how are you how is how is the winter not winter we're well, not in winter no. thank the lord but how is autumn treating you
1: I mean I mean I'm more of a summer girl myself mm, so yeah. seeing like the leaves fall off the trees that's that's not a nice tra- <laughs> transition for me but I mean it will be nice I think the um autumn and winter might be prettier here than it is in Denmark mm. so I mean that's like that kind of comf- comforts me to but, really see the season, yeah, yeah, I think so. Mm. Mm-hmm. How about you? Well, it's good. I do, I do feel. I
0: remember when I saw the first um years leaf fall yeah. out of mm-hmm. my backyard, and I remember just shouting to my boyfriend, being like, "Look, <laughs> the leaves are brown, and they're starting to fall down." But autumn really has lovely colours. I yeah. love the oranges and yellows yeah. and browns. It's really gorgeous to look at. I'm just not a cold girl. I'm a summer no, girlie. Yeah. I'm a summer girlie. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. But
0: um, and if anyone's day is going to how, pretty much same. So mm. I fell asleep last night at like seven, seven thirty. Oh. I wasn't intentional it was like in front of the TV yeah. and then oh, I oh like, no no
1: no that's the worst place it is
0: the worst place and then like at 10 I woke up and I was like fuck I cannot wake up so I needed yeah. to like rush to bed and pass out there which happily I did because like if I wake up I will not be falling asleep <laughs> yeah,
1: until that's like 3am with your eyes closed yep I'm like yeah. I'm
0: sleepwalking yeah. and then I <laughs> yeah. managed to oh my god I managed to actually oversleep as no. well who, who, who does who that doesn't? Girl, you're tired. <laughs> I wasn't For even. Real. I didn't even know I was tired. But here we are. And then, like, yeah. I also managed to almost miss my train. No. And then I take a train, or I take the metro, and then I take the bus to work. Mm-hmm. And you know, like the bus. Like I came. I was. I arrived on time. And then the person like came out of the bus, and then I was about to get in.
1: Oh. Tell me why
0: the doors shut on my body.
1: No. <laughs> shut on my body. That's that's trauma. That's trauma right there. Trauma material. Today, the day said nope. Damn. But how far were you in the bus?
0: No, but it was like the bus literally just stopped, let the passengers out. Like we were supposed to like start coming in. Yeah. And I was one foot in. So my shoulders got caught. And it didn't hurt because like it doesn't really like hurt to get caught in the doors. Mm. But my pride.
1: Oh. Yeah, My yeah, Christ. yeah, was smashed, was smashed almost, yeah,
0: no, no, yeah. no, no, no. And then, yeah, so it's just, if you guys are ha- having a shitty day, just know you're not the only one. Yeah,
1: just know, just be happy that your shoulders weren't smashed in the bus. Your shoulders were not smashed in the bus. Yeah. Well, that
0: is that is all right and dandy. I would like to jump into what we're going to talk about, though. Yes. Enough about us, more about the topic. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about cults today. And I'm quite excited yeah. because cults is just really weird Lately, I don't know if it's mm-hmm. the autumn or Halloween about yeah. to come, but murders and cults are up my alley right now. <laughs> no. Well <not> my, <laughs> no but up your alley. <laughs> not my alley. Well, my podcast. I want to get
1: out of the studio. Okay <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know what you there. mean. Yeah. But yeah, so what do you what do you think about cults though? I think um I've always been kind of um, intrigued, but mostly scared, because you've always heard these stories of like uh, was, uh the Manson family, like mm. that cult. Uh, back in the day So I mean It's not really my thing Even even though It's autumn and winter Coming <laughs> Halloween season Halloween <laughs> Yeah But no 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 Not really my thing They kind of They kind of scare me But oh, I'm also drawn To stuff that scares me mm. So that Yeah It's a difficult paradox To uh, navigate But I'm excited to talk about Today's oh, subject Oh
0: yes Do you know any cults From before?
1: oh there was the yeah the manson family there was Mm. um what was his name jim jones something
0: that was crazy that was a creepy one i i kind of i feel like i know what you're talking about yeah that mm,
1: Mm.
0: yeah so there there are a lot of
1: crazy
0: people out there yeah Wow okay so before we deep dive into our main topic I just wanted to say what a cult is. So a cult is a small religious group or like usually is a religious group that is not a part of a larger and more accepted religion and that it has beliefs regarding by many peoples as extreme and dangerous. Um, It could also be a very extreme or like propaganda I want to say this is my words but I want to say like propaganda kind of vibes when it comes to like Christianity where someone says I write this in the Bible and then just goes with it yeah goes with it Hello and welcome back. Hello, hello. So let's deep dive. So I forgot to actually name the title in the beginning. Oh. But we are doing the cult um, called Children of God. But it has many names. It has had many names past the past um, decade or so. But uh, let's deep dive. How did it start? So... The Children of God was founded in 1968 as a small group of runaway teens and hippies who under the direction of David Brandt Burke who was a charismatic evangelical preacher devoted themselves to worship Jesus Christ and promiscuous sex. Some words are really big for me, though. Um, The cult's early beginning are rooted in the con-culture movement in the late 60s. So let's let's describe some words before we, like, enter. Yeah, yeah. What does prom, promiscuous mean? I know, like everyone knows that song, like promiscuous. Yeah, dun- dun- yeah dun- that's dun- the Nelly
1: Furtado song. Yeah, yeah. Promiscuous. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 That one. That was not. But my, maybe we need a we need like, a little definition because yeah. I do not
0: know. I was 20 years old when I found no. out what that mean meant, <gasps> and it is having sex or involving many sexual partners. Damn, Nelly Nelly Furtado. But well, honestly. Someone's going to do it. Nelly. Nelly's going to do it. Nelly's going to do it. Come on
1: now. She's just a girl. She's just a
0: girl. Um, And then what is a con culture? Uh, A con culture is a culture whose values and norms and behaviours are different substantially from the mainstream society. I mean, it makes sense because like... He was trying to recruit hippies and like runaways, yeah. and he was just trying to like make his own thing. Yeah, um, so later on, Berg changed his name to Moses David. Yeah. Still to this day, do not know why, but maybe you no. do. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no. all right, yeah. Um, and he married a second wife. Mm-hmm. So, starting a polygamy um, was sanctioned by the Old Testament. He told his followers that God had appointed him as the end time prophet, prophet, and he would be playing a significant role in the second coming of Christ, who would soon be returning to earth. Bag also maintained that he'd be in touch with a spirit guide named Abraham, um, who was relying. Relaying divine messages to him, like he was—he was talking to God. He was like yeah. Holy Spirit activate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. Um, after <laughs> sorry, I need I need to calm down with my palms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but after claiming that God Himself had gifted him with prophecies, berg soon became became start began making extreme demands of his followers new members of COG um, children of God were asking to donate everything they owned to the group then cut all contact with yeah. their families as well as they were encouraged to give up any sort of employment and become full-time evangelists of Christ COG formed communities across the country and within a few years there are 120 communities located around the globe like this group
1: yeah like
0: rapid fire people were basically homeless jobless yeah they kind of disowned their family just to be with this um cult yeah. um and in the 70s or like mid 70s berg began to encourage the female members of cog to practice what is called oh. flirty fishing i feel yeah. like that's just a disgusting word yeah. by the way flirty fishing, flirty fishing. Mm. um based on jesus injection on matthew 419 <coughs> <clears throat> follow me and i will make you fishers of men
1: I'm,
0: I'm telling i'm telling you what i <laughs> said in the beginning nuts. some some cults just say that oh we read this yeah. in the bible and just went with it yeah. just ran with it and i was like cool
1: yeah okay. david was like guys listen up do you want to be fishers of men <laughs> <laughs> gather Heaps around like, literally yeah. <laughs> it's like fishing Man? Flirtatious? What? Well, I got an idea. Yeah. The no, little no, light bulb, no. the little bible bulb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but God told him, remember,
0: remember? the Bible. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay. Oh, so Berg instructed his female followers to go to bars. Um, pick up men and seduce them to converting and joining children of God in 1977 no it's 1979 so it's literally sending women to fish men Um, so uh, Beric started his COG evangelist and Witnessed to over a quarter of million souls loved, <laughs> over twenty five thousand of them, and won about nineteen thousand to the Lord. So like he was like, look, look, the numbers, the numbers are numbering. Bam. In seventy eight berg changed the group's family name to the family of love and later changed it on to just simply the family um, sexual contact with potential convert became a routine practice with the group members and in some cases family evangelists even used escort services to identify potential targets for requirement so if you're trying sex you better be careful you might yeah. get into yourself into a cult honey yeah. um practice of sexual sharing and open sexual relationships between existing members was encouraged oh no no No! basically orgies
1: yeah promiscuous
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're learning new words today yeah yeah. yes but um i feel like that was a lot of information Yeah. that's heavy stuff heavy heavy stuff. stuff Hello, hello, hello. You are still listening to Radio Nova Snucker Iknosh. We are still Amanda and Ollie in the yes. studio. And we're talking about what are we talking about again? Children of God, the little cold. The big yeah. cold. a little. It's big. The little cold. A <laughs> little, little bit cold. <laughs> little
1: big. little
0: big. <laughs> and we are now rowing ourselves into who the founder was David Brandt Berg. Berg? Berg? Yeah, so Amanda, take it away. Yes.
1: Okay, we're about to hear the story, the upbringing of uh, David Burke. Um Yeah, he also named himself uh Moses David or Father oh. David. Yeah. Father, Father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very fitting or not, you will find out. He was the founder and the leader of the cult. Um, he was born in 1919 into a very, very religious family. Um, his parents were Yalma Emanuel Berg and Viola Charlene Berg. Forgive me. Um, his father was a Christian minister and his mother was also deeply involved in this Christian ministry. Um, and the influence of his parents' uh, Christian beliefs have um, made people speculate whether this has played a role in his, um, in his path towards uh, religious leadership. And as you've already heard, um, David had some wild ideas, but his parents had wild ideas too. Oh, damn. Yeah, they were known for their uh, controversial beliefs. Um, Virginia uh, her mom, Viola, I'm so sorry, um, claimed to have divine healing powers after she um, had been in some sort of um, car wreck, I guess, um, where uh, she got um, disabled. Mm. So she had to be in a wheelchair and she was um, yeah, forced to use this for five years. And then suddenly she just stood up and walked. And then claimed to all the other people of the church that she had divine healing powers. Yeah. And then they were, uh, 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 what's it called? Thrown out of the church. Because the other people were like, no, you can't say that. Um, and David, he graduated and uh, in 1935 and pursued m- ministry. <laughs> it's a big word for Elmo. Yeah. <laughs> I need a dictionary. <laughs> min yeah, he like his father, he became a min- <laughs> Is it ministry?
0: Yeah, min- 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 min-, min min min
1: min I cannot read that far. Yeah, that it's a big word. It's yeah. a big word, guys. Um, <laughs> like his father, he became a minister in the uh, Christian and Missionary Alliance, but he was expelled. Due to uh, differences in teaching and sexual misconduct, I was with, about to say, "Is it sexual?" With, yeah, he's a promiscuous guy. <laughs> promiscuous guy. Promiscuous. Um, yeah, he faced a lot of controversy. Uh, controversy throughout his uh, years. In sixty-eight. David Burke, along with his then wife Jane Miller and four children, founded the organization Teens for Christ in a coffee house in California. There were around 40 to 100 followers at the time, and Burke and his wife decided to let's go on the road, let's take these people somewhere. And then a news reporter would call them the Children of God, which stuck. Um, And then, just like you mentioned, um, along these cult days, he introduced the concept of flirty fishing, uh, instructing his followers to use prostitution uh, to attract influential men. And this also leads to, in 1975, he announced the birth of a Jesus baby, as he called it himself, by his mistress, uh, mistress Mariah, because they called her Queen Mariah. And stuff, um, uh, because he needed an excuse to be uh, to be cheating on his wife. Yeah, basically. Um, Burke uh, didn't live with the com- uh, community. Did he not? No, <gasps> he communicated through th- uh, nearly three thousand mo letter mo letters because he called himself Moses David. And these letter covers um topics uh, like uh serving to uh, spread policies and relig- religious doctrines to his followers <laughs> and all of his like writings uh, emphasize love the sinner but hate the sin and it also um, expressed extreme views like denouncing mainstream churches laws capitalism, etc. Burke died in nineteen ninety four and now his um his wife, Karen Serby, is the ruler of the cult, still going strong. Jesus Christ! Yeah, literally, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> oh <Sorry>. my
0: God! <laughs> Any headphones users? That was not. That was not um, <laughs> planned. Yeah. But um, with all that information, let it that yeah. let that sink in. You've been listening to a podcast from Snajderkinosk for Radio Nova.